welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. Hi. Welcome. Hi. We're, Hi, we're in the month of June already. Oh, we're, yeah. I think we were halfway through a oh, my, year know, already. Yeah, we're coming up on a year of us being in Arizona. We are. It feels like it you know, was just yesterday that we got Yeah. Here. Yeah, it, it does. And, you know, lately, one of the things I've been going through a little bit different than fatherhood is uh, I almost feel like we abandoned a lot of our friends. Mm. I never thought of it that way, but, you know, we... We moved here. We had all of our friends back there in California, real good friends, as a matter of fact, some of them. And now here we are in Arizona a year later, and we're like building friends, building new friends. friends. And it's not, it's not easy at all. But age. the good part is, is the friendships that we developed over the last 30 years are so strong and so important yeah. to us yes. and bring us so much joy yeah. that even though some of us have dispersed to other parts right. of the country, we're still in contact. I mean, just before we started the podcast, my phone starts ringing. Yeah. Here comes Alabama calling. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we had Texas here a little while you know, last yeah. week. So it's just nice to know that even though we've left those friendships, those friendships haven't left us. And I think right. that's and really we, important. We haven't left a friendship. I mean, you know, I, the group I miss the most is, and, and you used to tell me, mm. you need to get with your cycling group so that you can, you know, feel better about yourself. And this is when we were living in California. So um, I do miss those guys, Anthony, yeah. Mark, all them guys back there. Um, yeah, we get to see them every now and then. But so, yeah, yeah, I understand I miss that. our camaraderie that yeah. we have. So, so we're starting the month of June yes. now. So it's June gonna be is an interesting month. Yeah. So this whole month of June, uh, the month of June represents Father's Day to me. Yep. So we thought that this would be a good month to just dive into fatherhood. So we have different topics for the month, and Randy's going to kick us off. This will probably be me emceeing the show, right. uh, because I'm not a father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although sometimes I, I may have played that role in a slight little way, but for the most part, um, fatherhood is is where men step in, and this week we're going to be talking about leading in your yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, you know, it's going to just be in general leading in your home yeah. as a husband and as a father. As a father, right? yeah. Um, then it's just something that's really close to my heart. I mean, I, I'm passionate about this 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 whole subject about uh, fatherhood. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of that is because you didn't have a right. father growing up, nah. and the father that was a representation of what hmm. was supposed to be a father wasn't. We will say the man, not the father. Well, that's true. The the man. man. No worries. Um, But I think because of your experience, you have really taken heart to wanting to be that father that you lacked. And in fact, you you had a mentor that told you to be that father to your children that you wish you had in your life. And I think you've taken those words to heart yep. and they are embedded deep within you. And it's something that we even pass on to the people that we mentor and the people we counsel and, and, and I don't, you know it's, I, I use that, that that theory so to speak it's not it's a good theory actually it's, it's a, um i use that with all the people that we work with as well mm-hmm. you know because a lot of these 
one of the men specifically is we say fatherless we all have fathers and they're more of an absentee father than anything else so um the the we're talking about leading in the home um leadership in the home so one thing that's really important to understand is that as a man we are the leader of our home mm -hmm. right we are the spiritual leaders in our home um our home and our family is our number one ministry and i yeah. think that men forget about that i mean it's above all else um our our, our home our, our wife our children um, is our number one ministry but unfortunately i think there's so many men out there that have abandoned their families because of the word support and what they'll do is they've abandoned their families to climb the corporate ladders to become that that chase that wealth uh, that, that wealth success right mm -hmm. and so in doing so they're providing a good financial stable home which is important very important we, we I don't have to take have that money away. to survive definitely but in the process what are they doing They've abandoned their families emotionally, and emotionally and, and spiritually. They have abandoned yeah. their family. They're yeah. an absentee father. And, you know, I, I know this. Why do I know this? Because I've talked to men and that's exactly yeah. what they told and me. And I want to just say, it's not all men, but they're, no, they're, no, but exactly. they're yeah, well, I want yeah, to make sure we're, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. not generalizing men who work hard. That is not what we're saying. No, here. no, no, absolutely um, not. No. Again, I think, well, and you'll probably get into that learned behavior yeah, process. Exactly. And, but if you look at our life, Kathy, as a, me as a father, right, building the business, you and escrow, mm -hmm. I built a, a very successful business in construction, right. but that was not my main goal. I took care of my family. Yeah. I mean, I have my issues with addiction, but uh, my my kids, my family yeah. were number one. Yeah, there were there were there there were ups and downs right, in our right, relationship right. and in our marriage, but we still both strive to make sure that our family was our priority. Exactly. So it can be done. All, it yeah. can be done. Yeah. It's yeah. Genesis, it's just learning how to balance things. Right, right. So Genesis 18, 19 says this, For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Mm, yeah. And there's a little more to that. But that's the main thing is that God has chosen us as men to direct our children and our household, mm -hmm. right, into the right direction. Yeah. Okay. There's so much involved in this. I got I got to stay to the script because I'm, you know, You're you know me. Sideways. I'll go sideways otherwise, right? Yeah. So here's the important: leadership starts with the Father, yeah. capital F, the Father God. Okay, that's the leader, the main leader, and that leadership starts with the Father to the Father of the home. Yeah. Right. That's so. Good. I love that. Right. Okay. So God is God is the main Father over our home, and He is the Father of the father of the home right. right okay and the father of the home becomes the leader of his family to his wife and his children yeah right the 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 the, the, the best example of a father son relationship or father mm -hmm. of, is jesus christ and god now it's beautiful right and, and we're, i'm going to talk a little bit about this god thing down towards the bottom just a little bit okay um ephesians 5 21 through 30 says submit to one another out of reverence of Christ. Now I'm, I'm talking about the husband and wife right here for a right. minute. Okay. It says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And the word reverence is respect. It says it's the respect. So when we are filled with the spirit, it will show by our mutual submission to each other, right? Me and Kathy, our mutual submission to each other. And the submission will be done in, in the fear or the respect reverence for God. Um, reverence for god 
not the fear of man, right. not the fear of Randy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kathy yeah. For, Kathy was afraid of me, and my kids were afraid of me for, for a couple of years back before I, I got my act together, right? <laughs> it says that we should be submitting to one another, yeah. okay? And believe me, I've done deep dives on this. So I should submit to you, and you should be submitting to me. No one has any more obligation to submit than anyone else. And I love that because it's just that reminder that we're in this together, right. side by side, right. working to build a home, to build a healthy home, have healthy children, raise healthy children together. And we're basically doing it shoulder to shoulder. Right. And and the word submit means not, you know, you do what I say when I tell no. you to do it. That's, that's actually side. abusive. That's very abusive. So it's we're walking side by side yeah. under God's authority to, yeah. to, to fulfill God's call on our life. Yeah. Okay, that's beautiful. In practical action, submitting to one another implies the following to fall in line with the idea of being a team player. Oh, we're talking baseball now. <laughs> oh, yes. here we go. I know I get excited there for a little bit. I got like to be a team player. Uh, yeah, you do. She does. I mean, you know, and, and Kathy and I have grown a lot in the last several years. I mean, over 18, but the last several years, we've really grown a lot. And, and we're having to, both of us are having to make adjustments. We're in the way to we're... play new positions is what we're having yeah, to do. Yeah, no, yeah. No, like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah um, that's precisely it. So, yeah. Let's go real quickly to Ephesians 5.25. And actually, I believe this should be up, like, in feet, instead of 5.22, right? Um, this should be first. 5.25. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave him himself up for her. Okay? Cry, uh, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. That in itself is a tall order. But and gave him up, gave himself up for her. Right, sacrifice or sin. Right? You got to do. So Men. prior to Ephesians five twenty two, it says, uh, a "Wife submit to your husband as unto the Lord." This is a prerequisite because mm -hmm. if I'm not submitting, if I'm not loving you as Christ, Christ of the church, if I'm not dying to mm -hmm. self daily, how are you going to submit to me? Yeah. And again, submit means walk with me. Right, right? You, it's a battle. Right. I think I, what I love about this and as we get it start into the fatherhood side of this is that as a as the husband of the home, when you are living out the Ephesians 525, yeah. we're teaching our sons yes, and, and, the, our daughters and our daughters how to live by that scripture. Exactly. And so, you know, we, we're talking husbands and wives at this at this time, but we know that everything that our children learn is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. why don't you tell us what is fatherhood? So, what, you know, what is a father, yeah. right? Father is dad. He's mm -hmm. daddy. He's pop, papa, pa, and father. Mm -hmm. Many names, but the same description same job description the same job description yes, the like term that. fathering means to treat with protective care mm. treat with protective care it means being involved behaving responsibly being emotionally engaged physically available providing financial support and having influence in child raising decisions mm. That's important. Yeah. Wife and husband. It's not wife or husband is going to make the decision on how we're going to raise our child. We both have to come to agreement on how we're going to raise our and child. And you know what? I want to just be a little transparent here. There was a period of time, and because I know that's an area where women tend to take control of mm -hmm. the influence in, you know, 
school and signing them up for sports and taking them to their doctor's appointments and things like that. And as women, yeah, I think most of us take on that role. Mm -hmm. um, I wish that I had done a little differently mm -hmm. raising our children with you. Right. Um, but I think, again, that was that mother. That's what I thought I was supposed to do. And so I kind of feel like I missed out on some of, or I, I didn't bring you into that. No, in yeah, some I, of that. You, you did fine on that part of well, it. I know you did I a did great fine. job when we talked about it. Yeah. And but I just so, want to say, I know that there are others out there that probably right. feel like it's their sole responsibility, right. but I want to invite yeah. you to bring your, your husband it's not, into that it's too. Raising your children is not a sole responsibility yeah. of a mother or a father. Right. It's a joint venture, yeah. so to speak. I mean, it's really important. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, being emotionally engaged. I mean, a simple task, a simple example is Kathy comes home from school. She's sobbing in her bedroom. Mom walks in, Kathy, what's wrong? Mom, you know, Randy, I've been dating him for I, I don't know how long. Yeah, he's a great guy. I thought you and I him were, were just like, you guys were a match made in heaven. Well, mom, you broke up with me today. Really, honey? That's surprising. Well, you know what? I know you're together for a long time, but there's better, there's bigger fish in the ocean than Randy. There's somebody out there better than you. No, you're, our kids don't need to hear that. Yeah, they, they just need our support. Yeah. They just need us to, to understanding. Know, they to need, have understanding right. and to love and compassion for those emotions that they're feeling. Right, and, 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 and yeah, empathy forms. Mm -hmm. Man, that that must really hurt. I've yeah. been there. I know what that's like. Yeah. Right, we've all had that experience. So it's, it's sharing with our, our experiences. Yeah. Right. Um, a father's also he's a source. He's a provider, a nurturer, a progenitor, a protector a founder and he's an author and these are all things that a father are i mean they're a, an author in a lot of different things right yeah we're yeah storytellers they're storytellers yeah. story <laughs> actually yeah, they're actually yeah. sharing experiences right. and telling stories i love that i never thought about an author in that no, no exactly yeah, so you know um we are suffering from the absence of fathers as mortals within our home mm, and that? that is so true why, why is that Ezekiel 18.2, what do you people mean by quoting the proverb about the land of Israel? The parents eat sour grapes. This is what the, the scripture says. The, the parents eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Mm. Okay. So, in other words, the present generation is being punished for the offenses committed by their forefathers. Forefathers generational curses mm, right yeah. if you want to know why you're hurting so bad someone before you has partaken a bad fruit and it's not your mother that that's that's the funny thing it's not your mother right it starts somewhere back in, in with your grandfather your great-grandfather your great-great-grandfather several general general um generational curses, generational yeah. curses back okay so what are some of these the, the, the father the father 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 or father's Father, 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 or something they employed by the, by pain was felt by the generation that followed. So, what are some of these things, right? Yeah. Alcoholism, yeah. right? Yeah. Gambling, learned behavior, pornography, handed down. I mean, that's one thing I deal with sexual abuse, and it's always it starts with pornography, which is handed down from a dad, intentionally or unintentionally, mm -hmm. right? And then in the prostitution for for the women. I mean, yeah. you know, so there's a lot more we can go into that at a different time. So the general, here's the thing, that generational curse needs to 
and can, can stop yeah. today, or yeah. we can start the process to, to end that generational curse. Mm. So Ephesians 6, 4, right? Up, up here a little bit more, it says to be protective of your children in the, in, in the description. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. That's so good. But what is that? Yeah, what does, that look like? what does that look like, right? So what is the way of the Lord? Um, and this is uh, Deuteron Deuteronomy uh, 6, 4 through 9, okay? He says, here, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Mm. And those words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children mm. and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as, a fr as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your mm. gates. Wow, that's so powerful. It, it, I mean, it's just like, what are we teaching our kids, right? And so if we want to look at love, I, I don't have it in here. I won't go to 1 Corinthians 13, I think 4 through 8. Mm -hmm. That's If you don't know what love is, that's love. It, it spells it out I right there. I think the there. things that I, that I love about the scripture is that you shall teach them, you shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house. That right. takes action and requirement to actually sit down with your kids. Right. And when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up, these are things like we have to, as fathers, right. have to take time to sit down to teach these things to our exactly. children. Exactly. And a lot of it can be That's like, good. a lot of it can be subtle ways. Like when I go hunt with Garrett, you know, a lot of times I talk about the beauty that surrounds of God. God's mm -hmm. mentioned a lot of the time, right? Yeah. Um, so it's just knowing that God, God is in us and we got we to gotta show that through God. I'm going to go into that a little bit here in a minute. I love but, that. So, and then if we go a little bit farther, uh, another example that Colossians 3.21 says, Father, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged, right? And you know what? You say, well, they're kids. They got to get, hey, they're kids, and you're the father, and you're the one disciplining, you're the one showing them. And if you're, if you're emotionally abusive to them and telling them this and that, you're discouraging them, yeah. and it's, and it's going it, to... We all make mistakes. We we gotta yeah. admit that, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, so yeah, once in a while, perfect. and we we make amends for that mistake. But if it's a repetitive habit that you have, you're gonna you're gonna instill some really bad thoughts in your child's head as they grow older. Yeah. Okay. So here's a couple things. Also, <laughs> believe it or not, women are the greatest sufferers of a lack of fathers. Mm. All right. Women suffer twice. They suffer twice. If they didn't have a good father, there's one way they suffer. Mm -hmm. And the other way is if they marry a man who did not have a good father. Yeesh. Okay. Now, again, the father is the one. It's right. A father models to the son how he is to treat women. That's good. Wives, sisters, whatever. Mm -hmm. He is modeling to his son how he is supposed to treat all women in his life. Or in, in the world period. Mm -hmm. A father gives a woman her honor and her self-worth 
and teaches her how she is to be treated. Wow. Teaches <laughs> her, teaches her how she is yeah. to be treated. I see these now looking, yeah. looking back in my own personal experience with my dad. Right. I mean, I think he was a pretty good father. Um, but the part that talks about a father gives a woman her honor, self-worth and teaches her how she is to be treated. Right. Well, I grew up in a home with a very sarcastic dad. Yeah, you did. And yes. so sarcasm was something that I thought was just normal. And so we've talked about that. Mm. Um, and it's something not only did I learn to accept, but I also learned to dish out. And that yes. came from and She dad. could be, she, she, Kathy at one point was, you know, and I didn't realize it because until it hit me one day, she was very sharp with the sarcasm and it stung. And when I actually brought it to her attention, she stop doing yeah. it right but my, my self-worth and my honor i think my dad displayed that really well yeah. to my mom right so i feel very um makes me kind of feel proud because i didn't think about that with my dad because it seemed like he was he was a coach and a teacher mm -hmm. so he wasn't home a lot and my mom was the one that took us to all of our sporting events and high school events but my dad was there supporting us um in a way of that self-worth, you know, asking me how, how did it go? Um, and just by showing honor to my mom, right, right, that gave it to me. Exactly. And so I think also with the women you work in, a lot of mm. them, that both of us, marriages and women, that the women that we work with, we can see that their self-worth is, is, is where it's at reflective. because of, it's very reflective of the father. Yeah. So a father model for the men, the greatest crisis for men is the absence of the father role models. Fatherhood role models. The fatherhood role models um, wow. of that that are going to teach them integrity, respect, and honor mm -hmm. of, of not of themselves, mm -hmm. right? And of women and of other people. Yeah. Right? That's good. right. A man cannot deliver. <laughs> this is real. A man cannot deliver what he never had. Mm. Right. And I had to relearn a lot of things. It can be relearned. Yeah. You have to be, first of all, you have to be willing to say, I'm broke. Mm -hmm. What what I'm doing Get isn't out of working. Denial. You got to come out of denial and say, what do I have to do to become the man, the God, the husband, the father that God created me to be? Yeah. Right. And you have to find a good mentor, a good coach, a good counselor to walk you through that process. Okay. It can be done. Women demand, <laughs> women demand from men what they cannot give. Mm, Why? Because, because they, they did it. not get it from their father. Yeesh. Right? So it's, again, it's learned behavior. We're just repeating what our father taught us and yeah. how to treat women and talk to women. Yeah. Very disrespectful. Right? And, and maybe it's not so much talk, but it's also actions and behavior. Yeah. Right? That makes that, sense. That, that could be really bad. So what to do if you did not have a good earthly father? Matthew 5.48 tells us, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Well, mm, that's, tough. That, that's a tough call because we can't be perfect, but we can strive for that, right? Mm -hmm. We can strive for it, but we, it, it, if we miss the mark, we don't have to beat ourselves up. It's important that men and boys, that men and boys that might, might, be, that listening might be listening to this today realize impact Realize the impact and how important they are to national development. What does that mean? National well, development. national development. Look at look just look at our society today, mm. right? You look at absentee fathers. We got all these. You got all these gangs in in the in the, uh, in the poverty stricken or or, or underprivileged. Um, not I don't say underprivileged. We're, we're, we all got privilege, but we have all these gangs that are going crazy, right? We got BLM. We got all this stuff. 
where was their fathers teaching them the, the integrity and responsibility that it's okay to disagree? Yeah. Right. But we don't have to tear up, you know, tear people apart because we disagree. No, just walk with them. Just walk with they them, accept right? Where they are. Um, if you didn't have a good father, a good role model in the home, and this is for both men and women, Jesus says your answer to the problem is to use God and his fathering of his son, mm. Jesus, as your perfect model and be like them. Mm. Yeah. When you I put it that way, it. it's like, it, how can you, you know, you, you've got a perfect example. No, exactly. Mm. And so the Bible tells us how to do that, right? The, the fatherhood nature of God. The fatherhood nature of God. Fathers provide character. So what, you know, what one of the things that fathers do provide right, is character. John 18, 19 says, you do not know me or my father. Jesus, Jesus replied, if you knew me, you would know my father also. Right. Uh, and so what he's saying in the scripture Oh, I, I missed a whole. Miss something. Kind I missed of something. It's kind of Let's important. Backtrack here. I'm so backtrack. On the area where it says, if you didn't, when when Randy talked about, if you didn't have a good father, a good role model in your home, this is for both men yeah, and women. Yeah, this is really important. Jesus Man. says, your answer to that problem is to use yeah. God and His fathering of His Son, Jesus, as your perfect role model and be like Him. So there's a problem with that last statement. Oh, Tell me what that it's is. It's a bad problem. Yeah, it what, is prevalent. Okay. Why don't you share what that is? It is the fact that we have a tendency to view God okay, the same way that we view our own earthly father or the one that has stepped mm. into that role. Yeah. When abuse of any kind occurs, any kind abuse, you know, not occurs, the picture that God the Father intended for a child or a young adult to see, role modeled by a father, a stepfather, male guardian, or authority figure, is shattered skewed and becomes confusing yeah. and i have had guys i've talked to unprovoked say randy how do you want me to believe that a, this god this entity that i can't see is going to fulfill everything that i need forgiveness understanding love unconditional love but yet my father right here on earth didn't do none of that yeah. for me it is a it's serious very problem. It's, well, it? it's it's not a problem. It's just very difficult for the human nature, human mind, to get their head wrapped around. And yeah, it takes it's, it's, it takes some work. It takes having a mentor right. that is going to walk with you through right. that, who's going to display that for you, and teach you some new ways of looking and seeing things to become that father um, that you desire, that right. you wish you had. You right. know? And exactly. it's not something that intellectually we're going to, oh, I'm going to be just like that. Right. I'm going to, you know, that's me. It, it's, it's unwinding it's, the old thoughts, unwinding the old behaviors and creating new positive um, assets yeah. to create that. It's one of those underlying issues that that yeah. is deep inside of us mm -hmm. um, that we don't run aware of. Yeah, so. that's good. I so like that. going back to, uh, you do okay. not... The fatherhood nature of God, right? Father's provide character. Um, you do not know me, my father, or my father. Jesus replied, if you knew me, you would know my father also. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what he's saying in the scripture is that the father is always reflected in the children. And look at Garrett, look at Danny, look at Alyssa and me, right? Yeah. I mean, they're all their behaviors, or they, they got their own personality, but yeah. they also it's there's a, a reflection of, of right, you in exactly. each one of them. And it's a different reflection. Different for each reflection, one of them too. but it's, it's all. They're all hard workers, yeah. right? They all got great family values. Yep. 
those are stuff we instilled in them. Yeah. If you want to know what a father is like, you don't need to meet the father, mm -hmm. right? That's okay? powerful. It's really powerful. The character of the father shows up in his children. Mm -hmm. It shows up in the children. This and that's may, good and bad. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, this could be good or bad. Yeah, Absol yeah. Absolutely. You talk to, I mean, I got, there's, I can go on a, examples of bad very easily. I've, I've, I've dealt with the men that have had the straight in that, struggle yeah. in that, right? Uh, this means that a good father is always conscious that he is creating humans. Mm, that's powerful. Creating humans. Everything he does is being watched by his children. And he's shaping and forming Shaping them. and forming his children. Yeah. Here's one of the biggest tragedies that exists today. Many men, yes, many of you listening today, if truth be told, do not want to be like mm. your father. They do not want that character and that is that can be very very true for a lot of men and that's uh, okay yeah i think it's a i mean if you're aware of the things you don't want to be like that your father presented to you i think it's important to identify those yeah. and do do the opposite no, much, well, like, much like yeah. what you had to do yeah yeah much use, like do the you. opposite yeah it, it feels unnatural but that's okay well, the more it's you new. Do it. it's yeah, different it's new, right um that one? Yep, because okay. yeah, okay. because fathers produce character. Show me a respect, respectful young man, and I'll show a man that had a father who instilled respect. Yeah. I think that's really a powerful statement right there. Is that if you see a young man, and especially I'm thinking right now, graduations taking place this last week or two, all these young men. Um, I can think of one that comes to mind that graduated last night. He is a respectful young man because his dad instilled respect. In right. Him. That's Pastor Andrew's son, Luke. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, yeah. we saw Luke. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. These young kids that we've known since they were little, growing up and being respectful young men. I don't think this growing up. I think it's us growing up. Oh, oh no. maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. But I just, I, I, I see that um, in him. Right. And I don't know him well. I mean, uh, personally, but I, I know of him. We've watched him grow up and he is very respectful because his dad's respectful. So, you know, we as fathers, we have a lot on our shoulders. So yeah. um, fathers provide language and belief according to Jesus. Mm. The powers of a father's language affects the language of the children. Wow. Ever wonder monkey what, see, monkey, monkey do. do. <laughs> Ever wonder why the children curse all the time? Check their home environment. Yeah. Now, sometimes know? they're trying to fit in. Yeah. But yeah, they they had to, you know, they had to learn that behavior somewhere. So here's kind of a powerful question. Mm. Can your children speak in public what is said in the privacy of your home? Hmm. Ooh. Wow. And that's, you know, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's Can they speak? Or negative. Absolutely. Yeah. Positive or negative. Good. John 8 28 I do nothing on my own but speak just what the father has taught me mm -hmm. in other words Jesus is saying that a good father puts words in his children's mouth right wow. even Jesus says even I don't speak my own words can you repeat what your father has said you and said can you repeat what is said by your father whether it's you know in the garage whether it's in the home at dinner table Anything that your father, can you repeat that in public? Yeah, that's good. John 12, 49, for I did not speak on my own, but the father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. Mm. 
See, I mean, this ties in so much with father. So no matter body. what is being spoken, it's being learned by the father. Abs abs uh, by, the, by the children. I abs mean, the children are learning it from the father. Right, right it's exactly. It's being spoken by the father. It doesn't matter what's being yeah. spoken. Our children, you never know, you know, who's watching and what they're listening and what yeah, they're learning. That's yeah? so good. Even Jesus at 31 years old, and he is saying he still doesn't have his own original language. Mm. Right? Because it's all for what God has taught him, what his father God has taught him. Yeah. The power of a father provides a language for the children, right? Um, if your father is a man of faith, a man of hope, you'll have that kind of words. Yep, that is so, right? so true. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, give your children faith words, not curse words, mm -hmm. right? I mean, hey, life is, there's a lot of influence out there that you, you really don't want our kids to be around, but we can't control that, right? Yeah, no. They want to fit in, and, and the only thing we can do is teach them right and wrong and 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 integrity, be, be a man of integrity and, and responsibility and respect of all others. And yeah. then they're going to make mistakes. We, we have to honor that, that they're making mistakes, but we have to let them learn from them and teach them how to do things differently. Okay? Yeah. Can you quote your father to the point where, where you do things you don't understand, okay? But if he said it so, it, it is, is so, so, right? Example. The power of a father, give your kids faith words, not curse words, okay? Mm. Jesus said, whatever fathers do is a classroom. Mm. Always teaching, right? And, and children are always learning. So an example is, I mean, Jesus said that, our father, the Father God said, you're going to go to earth and you're going to be crucified, right? And you're going to be resurrected and he told them all this and he just did what his father told them not right. understanding what, why. what what why and not even really questioning why, no not even either. questioning why right and some fathers need to be questioned believe me yeah no there well some <laughs> yeah. topics need to be questioned. yeah no, absolutely you know um john 8 38 says that i know you are abraham's descendants but you are trying to kill me because my word has no place with you i speak of what i have seen in the presence of the father and you do what you what you have heard from your father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that 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 even carries some some of the stuff can go a little bit deeper, but with what I do, a true speaker, it it it's get comes to me from God and the truth that's embedded in me from from you know my training, from uh, praying, meditating, the research I've done, and just the the all-knowing discernment that God has given me mm -hmm. that. The, the, you know, this is the reality, and we have to start opening up. Yeah, because fathers determine children's behavior. Exactly, and yeah. it's either they, they they teach directly and indirectly. Yeah, silence is an indirect Ooh. way of teaching. It's a deadly <laughs> way of teaching. Yeah. It teaches the child, you're not worth a thing. Right. Absolutely. So, I'm going to close this this episode um, with with a really powerful song, and it, and it actually speaks the truth in a lot of ways. And I'm going to read it. Um, we don't have the capability to get a good recording on this Zoom right now, so or this, on this episode recording. So we're going to do what we can. It's called "Watching You" by Rodney Atkins. It's an older song, it's but old. man, when I listened to it, I forgot yeah, just how impactful this song is. YouTube it and watch it and listen down. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen to it. So he says, "Driving through town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat." Knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone, mm. a green traffic light turned straight to red. I hit my brakes and mumbled underneath my breath. 
as Fry's went up flying and his orange drink covered his lap. Well, then my four-year-old son said a four-letter word that started with S, and I was concerned. So I said, son, now where did you learn to talk like that? He said, I've been watching you, dad. Ain't that cool? If you're buckaroo, I'm your buckaroo. I want to be like you and eat all my food and grow as tall as you are. We go, we got cowboy boots and camel pants. Yeah, we're just, we're, we are just alike. They ain't, ain't we dad? Hey, ain't we dad? I want to do everything you do. So I've been watching you. We got back home and I went to the barn. I bowed my head and I prayed real hard. I said, Lord, please help me help my stupid self. Then this side of bedtime, later that night, turning on my son's Scooby-Doo nightlight, he crawled out of bed and he got down on his knees. He closed his little eyes, folded his little hands and spoke to God like he was talking to a friend. And I said, son, now where'd you learn to pray like that? He said, I've been watching you, Dad. Ain't that cool? I'm a buckaroo. I want to be like you and eat all my food and grow as tall as you are. We like fixing things and holding Mama's hand. Yeah, we're just alike. Hey, ain't we, Dad? I want to do everything you do. So I've been watching you. With tears in my eyes, I wrapped him in a hug. said, my little bear is growing up. Hey, he said, but when I'm big, I'll still know what to do. Because I've been watching you, Dad. Ain't that cool? I'm your buckaroo. I want to be like you and eat all my food and grow as tall as you are. Then I'll be as strong as Superman. We'll be just like you. We'll be just alike. Hey, won't we, Dad, when I can do everything you do? Because I've been watching you. We do what we see our fathers do. I remember fathers determine the quality of character because fatherhood is manifested in the character of their children. Fathers determine what their children are and are not. Mm. So good. That yeah, song so says a lot right there. So. It really does. And yeah. I, I would encourage you to get on YouTube and listen to it. Watch the video. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so it is. A it says a lot. So yeah. um, that's, you know, that's the start of this month of June. Yeah, month of June. Um, I mean, next week we're going to be talking about raising boys versus girls. Oh, uh, Wilbur! There is a difference. There's a big difference there. So <laughs> yeah, we've got one of we had uh, one of each sex, so we can uh, vouch for that. But as a father, there is a it's you know it's very impactful to know the representation of a father raising a boy and raising a girl. Right. Exactly. And how important it is for each one of them. Right. So exactly. I'm looking forward to that. So um, we just got a couple things to close out with. Yeah, uh, yeah. This month, our call to action, since we're talking dads, everything dads, I want to encourage you to um, check out our social media platforms. Tag a dad. If you're a mom or a girlfriend or a woman or a man, it doesn't matter. Tag a dad friend to invite them to listen to our podcast. Or, or a husband or a father. Yeah. Well, that's a dad yeah. or a dad, a man. Tag a man. Let's tag, put it that tag, way. Tag a man. Tag a man. Tag a man. Uh, to join us and listen to the podcast this month, this month on fatherhood. Um, we are also still very much in the process of uh, rebranding our life coaching counseling. Uh, it's now going to be called Heal and Restore Counseling. And our website would be up soon. It we is will, up. It is up. It, it oh, is Lord. live now, yeah. We are live on our website. So check out. But we're Heal. still building it. We're still yeah, building, yeah. yeah. Check it out. It's Heal and Restore Counseling. 
um, you can uh, find our information, our contact information, everything right at the website. So we'll get that moving. Um, we are still uh, offering a 45 minute free coaching counseling and there, consultation. And there's actually right on the front page. You can you can click on the yes. There's there's a go to our website. Mm -hmm. Click on the page. It'll give you a calendar pop up, right. and you can actually schedule your appointment right there. It doesn't require reaching out to us. It doesn't re require us to getting back to you. You can go and make your schedule um, right on the website. Right. So we're learning new and improved things um, that we hope will enhance your uh, opportunity mm -hmm. to work on yourself. And I think the last thing I just want to share is we are still very much in the midst of our. Courageous Healers yes. Foundation, and uh, we do have monthly donations that do come in. Um, however, we have to, we do rely on those donations. That's all we rely on. That's yes, all we absolutely. have yeah. as far as a source of income to help support those that need counseling or um, healing from their traumas and their recovery journey. So, no, and, and even if it's five or ten dollars, I was month, just going to say, I mean, yeah, that can add up. If we have a hundred people do ten dollars, yeah, five dollars, ten dollars a month. Yeah. I mean. That, that's great. So Yeah, that'll help several people right. uh, to cover their costs. Exactly. So we just invite you to check out the um, Courageous Healers website as well. CourageousHealers.org. CourageousHealers.org. And I think that's all I have. So I think I'm excited it. about uh, these next episodes that are coming up. Um, ask that you just continue to support us through our Spotify platform on the Healing Courageously podcast by following. We need to get some more yeah. followers. And not only you know click the follow button, but share it as well. Uh, the more we share it out and invite people to do the same, that's how we're going to grow. It's just like a, exactly. a water trickle that bubbles out to the outside and reaches more. And we have to, uh, I think we have to hit 100 followers and then we can start monetizing the, 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 uh, the podcast. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it does cost money for us to do this at yep. the time. So um we do it out of the kindness of our heart right now and, mm, yeah no uh, and we love it we want to change this the thing, god's but, calling so here we but are <laughs> it, it, it just it doesn't cost you nothing it takes one second hit follow boom hit follow and edge but share and share shares. absolutely share. we can yeah. get everybody to follow but we got to share as well right, exactly. so we love that is that it that is it you got everything I got okay it so we thank you for joining us on this episode of healing courageously um we hope it provided some valuable information um i know there's a lot in there yeah. to absorb so you can listen to it as many times as you want to, to or you can you know if, if you want to talk further about this yeah feel free to contact us you know just go to that go to the the, the web page heal and restore counseling.com and fill out a contact form and we'll be glad to talk yeah. with you about absolutely and walk you through the process yep absolutely is that it that is it all right so remember nobody tells you they love you today randy does kathy does but more importantly, God, God does. does. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a blessed week. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.